Oh shit! Welcome to the Surly Hordes Podcast! We're coming at you live from the RV on the way to Vietnam! 75 miles an hour, margaritas are blending, bitch! Let's go! Alright, RGB3, what the fuck is going on? Explain <laughs> explain your surroundings to our wonderful listeners. Guys, I don't know how to explain this. This Things aren't... Are, are, things are great. Um, we're in rural buttfuck Arkansas right now. Um, we have no idea where we are. Uh, Woolahorn just decided that he wanted to spill half a gallon of margaritas all over the RV. So I guess he swerved to miss a turtle or something. But in turn, he just he just decided to coat us in, in, in a hefty layer of margarita. But first, first batch is rolling. Um, things are looking good. Okay, we, we hit the casino last night. Um, some of us did better than others. Um, my identity got stolen because I wanted two gas station corn dogs, and we're here. So, um, I am doing fairly well considering uh, the misadventures that we were having last night. We did go to Margaritaville yep. in Bossier City <laughs> to gamble. It, uh, it was an experience. Um, it, it was more mask conscious than I thought that a Bossier City casino would be. Uh, but we made it through. It was great. Yeah, we so we we left. We departed uh, uh, BFE Texas at about eight o'clock last night, and we arrived in Bossier City slash Shreveport at what time did we get there, guys? At midnight. Uh, yeah. Around midnight. Yeah, it was about midnight, um, and uh, we decided to gamble until about three a.m. Um, we haven't showered at all, so there was that. Uh, <laughs> we're just rolling on. We haven't even found a Loves or like we're someplace where we can even take a trucker shower at this point. We're just, you know, fly by night. Just we're just gonna get drunk and see where life takes us. Let's so explain your surroundings, sir. All right. What? What? Where are you? What are you doing? Where are you? Are? <laughs> so we are drinking margaritas in Woolahorn's RV currently. We are sitting um, at the little kitchenette, dinette yeah. thing. Uh, we've got the podcast mic in the middle of us. We have absolutely no internet or yeah. cell phone signal. We're uh, hurtling down the highway at 75 miles an hour. There is nothing between us and, uh, at this point, Fayetteville. Um, <laughs> we're, we stopped at the only uh, gas station. We almost bought some gas station catfish, which looked awesome. We, we didn't. We decided not, we, did, we decided that wouldn't be prudent of us, um, you know, compare, considering we're all using one RV toilet. Um, to, to You know, we went ahead and skipped the gas station crawfish, at least for now. If we run into better looking gas station crawfish, or catfish, I, I, I don't know if I can pass, up, pass that up again. Ah, we're, <laughs> we may be stopping somewhere on the way back to get some of that uh, catfish. <laughs> so we've got uh, quite a bit to talk about this week. Um, but first things up, Burnt Ends, yes. completely funded. Funded, baby. We're in, there. In the bonus money. So yeah, tell yeah, your yeah, friends, yeah. tell your wife, tell your kids, tell everybody to sign up for the Burnt Ends because we yes. are in the bonus money for these guys now. So we have officially paid them $10,000 not out of pocket. That's crazy. Every single tight end has gotten ten, over ten thousand, or is going to get over ten thousand dollars in in monthly stipends. Which, fuck, the top five percent of nil deals. Every single one of these guys is in the top five percent of all nil deals. Right that means now. if you walk on, 
If you don't play, if you play all the snaps, if you're Cade Brewer, if you're Nathan Hatter, and you're anywhere in between. You're Hey, or you're Jaleel Skinner, who obviously listens to the podcast. Uh, guys, currently we are slowing down. Nothing good can come come of this. So there are going to be live updates on the road during this podcast, and just know none of them will probably be good. <laughs> so uh, other burnt ends happenings. Uh, we have a special guest on the podcast this yes, week. Our first ever burnt end, Cade Brewer. Touchdown last week. We get to get his live reaction the next day um, after he caught that touchdown. Um, so you guys are going to going to get to listen to this. Um, if you're expecting a lot of football talk, don't. Um, the only hint that we'll give you for the rest of the podcast is monkey. <laughs> we have Cade Brewer with us here today. The first burnt end touchdown of the season. Yes. Cade, how did it feel? It was hot as fuck at the stands. It was it was hot on the field, but it felt good. Obviously, scoring in the first games always feels good, especially early on in the game in that situation. It was awesome. It was a great throw by Hudson. It was a laser. <laughs> I, I don't know how you caught it. That thing was, it looked like a pill. That was crazy. Yeah, it was I was telling Rob earlier, there's literally I literally turned around and it was on me. That's how the play works, though. I mean, if I'm open right there, he's gonna put it on me exactly how he practice it. So um it's perfect. Worked out perfectly. Is that play called the touchdown play? <laughs> it is now, yeah. Sure. It's called throw it hard as fuck to Cade and hope he catches it. Yeah, that's good. Exactly. exactly. But um I, I got a little nervous there. I thought no one's a replay. I got a little nervous, but um it was awesome. Barely uh, excited. We've got to tell you that I was in, I was at the game and I was in the stands and I was just sweating my balls off and you caught the touchdown pass and it's hard to see because we were in the other end zone. We were in the North end zone. And so then they were like, Hey, Drew with the cat. And then I like mega freaked out. <laughs> it's like I had my burn in shirt on and I was like, yo, and burn in. And then it was funny because I got on the thread and, and RGB was kind of leading that charge. It was like two pages of just everybody being like first burn ins, burn ins. my ten dollars <laughs> is paying off already yeah <laughs> love it. I love it. yeah i mean right after that hey we got a lot more people signing up right after that so you know if if that doesn't tell you what your good deeds are doing <laughs> that's, that's it awesome. let's keep it going let's keep it going absolutely well speaking of burn ends so the most important question that we could ever ask uh, any any texan is what's your go-to barbecue joint and then what's your order? Go to barbecue joint. I'm a big Salt Lake fan. I don't know if I've been to Salt Lake. Oh, um, yeah. Of course, the big old yeah, pit. Big Salt Lake guy. I love the barbecue sauce there. Love the food. But the original bar, the Salt Lake and Driftwood, definitely yeah. a go-to. You said, what's my, what's my go-to yeah, order? What's, yeah, so what, yeah, you're going through the line. What's, you know, and say you're you're absolutely starving. Like, you're loading up. Like, you're looking at a 10,000-calorie meal. What are we looking at? I'm a big brisket guy. So, brisket sandwich, you know, chicken, ribs. I mean, all of it. If I'm starving, <laughs> I'm getting all of it. Just give me one of everything. Go to Salt Lake and you get family style. Yeah, but I'm a... I haven't had Pinkertons yet. That's the one I really want to have. I have. Guess had. what? We can guarantee you're, you are for yeah. our team di- or for our burn ends dinner. So. I really want. I really want Pinkertons. It's worth it. And go down to a San Antonio location. It is insane. Like they get like a big know. old plot of land. It's giant, like you know, like a ranch style house almost. But it's also the best barbecue you'll ever eat in your entire life. Um, I heard um, candy bacon ribs, man. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I like Cooper's. 
Cooper's is a good spot. Yeah, figured you were the, as an Austin guy, you were going to go with Franklin or Blacks or one of those guys. Yeah, I, I like Blacks. I would probably put it up there with Cooper's. Yeah, Blacks um, is in my top four. I I've would always, say. I've always been a big Salt Lake guy, though. I don't know. I just yeah. I think the sauce, the barbecue sauce, helps a lot. But the atmosphere there is cool too. So yeah, you know, the, just yeah. walking in and seeing the Thank giant you. pit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so so we know that you stick around in Austin pretty much anytime during the season and then during spring workouts and right before the summer. But what's the coolest trip that you've taken kind of leaving Austin? So coolest vacation? Yeah. I mean, Cabo is cool. I went to Cabo nice. a few years ago with uh, family and friends. Uh, that was fun. Rick could tell you a couple stories about going down to uh, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually left Mexico during the freeze. Yeah, there's always there's always some stuff going on in Mexico. There's always some stories, but um, Rick pulled a Ted Cruz, but he did that reverse Ted Cruz. Yeah, yeah, he did a reverse Ted Cruz. He left Mexico to come back into the ice storm where he got stuck on a road for like eighteen hours. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! Yeah, did you? uh, Were you in Austin for the ice storm? I was. I was. uh, Yeah, I was in Austin. I was at my house Sunday night. It got really chilly that day. I remember that. And um, <laughs> I was at the house at my old house that we just moved out of not too long ago, just hanging out that night. And mm-hmm. next morning, woke, woke up and there was snow just <laughs> everywhere. Power was out. It was it was terrible. It was crazy. I, but I'm sure you were you're probably praying for some ice uh, yesterday or a Saturday uh, during the game. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. an ice storm like middle of the game or something. It was it was hot. It, it, it was unbelievably hot. I watched it from my house. There's no way I was going out in my backyard. AC only. <laughs> I, I just heard uh, when I was getting lunch earlier, our nutritionist told us that he he took the temperature of the turf. It was 150 degrees. Oh my God. Melt the rubber in your shoes. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, damn, like, that's crazy. So we do have to shout out your dad as well, um, Bob. He helped us get the burn ends all set up. So um, he gets a shout out. Yeah, he gets a shout out. He he he's earned it. So <laughs> I, I bet it's like herding cats, getting all the parents buy-ins and stuff like that, because he's the one that went in. He was a man on a mission. He had to sell it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't go. I, I think he. I think we told him like Bob. If you reiterate anything, just. Don't let the parents go on the main surly board. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good idea. Cool. So um, I guess, you, you know, born and raised in Austin, done a lot of, of cool Austin stuff, but you've been here since like before it's changed. Has there been anything in Austin that's changed that you wish would go back? Or something that's changed that you just like really like about the city? The market. It's crazy here. Yeah. The house yeah. looks so expensive, but um, a lot of, a lot's changed. Um, more homeless. Here. It's always fun. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more homeless. Just a lot more people in general. But I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't really downtown. I didn't really grow up downtown. I was, usually grew up in Lakeway, BK, Lake Travis area. That's changed a lot, by the way. But yeah, there's a lot that's changed. I can't really specifically pick out one thing but the traffic on 620 definitely sucks now more than it ever has traffic's always sucked but um so much construction especially around campus it's because of the stadium they're building the basketball stadium which is going to be really cool yeah it's going to be awesome then just all these constructions all the buildings around campus it's 
The basketball stadium is going to have AC. So I think <laughs> they yeah. think attendance yeah. is going to pick up there. Uh, yeah. It's not going to be so damn hot. <laughs> exactly. All right. So I guess what's your favorite cheat day meal? If if you like food as much as we like food. Yeah. Just like after like after a game, you know, trying to yeah, get your or, calories back. Or in. whenever the nutritionist isn't going to hound you for you yeah. know, cheating yeah. or whatever. I mean, I'm a big Mexican food guy. Oh, yeah. I went to the Maxwell Rancho after the game. Nice. That's always a go-to. Yeah, we were there before uh, you – we we went and took the picture uh, with you. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Uh, very yeah. solid. It's always it's can't go wrong with that. Did they, were they just bringing you platters of fajitas? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, we just <laughs> they were. We got me and my my family went. And my girlfriend was with me. Yeah, we got a bunch of food. I was hungry. I hadn't eaten since before the game. So it was yeah. Mexican food's one of them. I mean, water burger, some fast food. Canes. Well, what's your order? How do you water burger? I don't like water burger. I'm, I, I like the patty melt. Patty melt's oh, nice. go to. Yeah, if I'm feeling like if I'm going there like really late at night. I'll get like a honey butter chicken biscuit. I mean, I like everything there. Like their shakes are good. Yep, and and bags of cash is also good. Yeah, <laughs> with, your, uh, with the faces on. Yeah, we were tweeting at Waterburger to get them to, you know, hey, we're we're free advertising for you, and uh, yeah. I I had to include the hashtag bring bring back the A one thick and hearty burger. That was mine. Favorite I used to get that all the time in high school. I remember that. Why did they take it off? I know that it's was my so go before the pouty milk. Yeah, it's so good. I, I, I was. I order some crazy, insane Whataburgers, so uh, we won't even talk about it. <laughs> we could. That's a whole. It's other like podcast. the receipt when I get my receipt. It's like a foot long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their fries are good. It's like a CVS. Yeah, shout out the the, the fries are the most underrated aspect of Whataburger, yeah. uh, especially yeah. when they're hot and they got all the the good salt on them. They're insane. Yeah. The yeah. fancy ketchup. Mm-hmm. All right. So favorite player, favorite Longhorn player, current, current or past, right? I guess there's, you can't, you don't know any of the future players. I guess some of the recruits maybe, but. Yeah. <laughs> favorite player. Yeah. Who'd you grow up watching? I mean, obviously Vince Young's in there. Vince yeah. Young. Jordan Shipley. I was a big Jordan Shipley fan. Obviously, uh, I guess you got to throw Michael Huff in there. Yeah. You got to throw Michael Huff. He's, he'll get mad if I don't say it. Yeah, I was about to say. He, he might <laughs> he'll get run you. He'll, yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll get your coach um, to run you. Because he is a known listener of the Sterling Horns podcast. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> um, I like um, David Thomas. I was waiting for the tight end to come into yeah, the mix. I figured I was going to hear Jermichael Finley or David Thomas. So He's a UT tight end goat. For now, right? Until this season, right? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> kind of boring to think of right now. But I was a big Jordan Shipley and this young guy. That's probably my top two. So, you know, obviously as an Austin guy, pretty much were, I guess, guaranteed to come to Texas if you got offered. Um, you know, how did your recruitment kind of play out? You know, what did that look like? Yeah, so the recruiting process for me was – it was kind of wild, to be honest. Um, so I was committed to SMU for a while. Didn't really get recruited until my junior, going in my junior year of high school. Got some offers. And SMU offered me, was one of them. And Coach Chad Morris was there at the time. And I had known him from before because he used to coach at Lake Travis where, where I played. Right. So I already had like a little relationship with him. And uh, so I committed to him, to SMU. I was committed there for a while. Really, after I committed that scene, I started getting those bigger offers. And uh, I got an offer from OU. Coach Banks offered me at AM, which is oh, funny. Wow. This is funny. Uh, that is funny. Uh, that's how we first met. Got some other uh, Power Five schools I can't name on top of my head, but it was really set on SMU for a while going into the season. And um, 
Texas wasn't calling me at all during the recruiting process when Charlie Strong was there. So then season went on, season went on, like still signal with SMU, took an official to uh, during the season when actually when SMU played Houston when Herman was there. SMU beat him. <laughs> Great time to be there, by the way. Great time. Yeah, I'm sure. After it was insane. So yeah, went on through the season. Then when Herman got the job in Texas, they started like recruiting me a little bit. Cause they recruited me a little bit when they were at Houston. And um, so then they came to one of my playoff games in my senior year against Westlake, our big rival, and had one of my you know best games. And he always says, because I made a really good catch in like the first, second quarter, and make a one-hand grab behind the defender or whatever. And he always says, like, that's how I get offered, which it probably was, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's how it came about. He offered me two days later after that game and um was still committed to SMU at the time but I really truly down deep I was that was the one <laughs> I was waiting until after the season to to um announce it but yeah that's how that's how it happened didn't get recruited until Texas until basically the end of my senior year oh wow that's crazy well yeah. all's well that ends well right so yeah. you, you mentioned banks have you met the monkey <laughs> no. I wouldn't know they had wait you you know, you, are you, you know, aware? He, you know, he has are a monkey, aware? right? Banks has a monkey. Yeah, Banks has a monkey. Yeah, Banks has a monkey. <laughs> oh, no, I, I didn't know he has a monkey. Like an yeah. African monkey. Yeah, he has yeah. like a little capuchin monkey. Like a capuchin monkey. Him and his girlfriend have uh, have a monkey. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna get on his ass like that. <laughs> I figured uh, he brought it to practice. I mean, yeah, I figured I'm, that. I'm bring I thought the tomorrow. monkey. I thought monkey was like. You know the the second in command. Yeah, he he has the little whistle. I have no idea. He he sits on Banks' shoulder and blows the whistle. (laughs) That's how I've always thought about it in my head. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe he actually has a monkey. Yeah, Yeah. like we're like we're not we're not messing with you. He he legitimately has a monkey. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it out tomorrow. (laughs) Let us know his reaction. uh, Whatever. Yeah. Because yeah, if I had a monkey, I'd blast it everywhere. Everybody would know about that I had a monkey. (laughs) It'd be like my license plate. (laughs) That's wild. I have them. So back in the day, uh, I had some friends on the football team back in the the circa 2010, 11-ish time frame. And uh, I would go out with them to 6th Street and and whatnot. And it would always be kind of a a funny crowd, right? Because they they always get corralled in one area. But that was like the, the Mac Brown era where there was definitely some chaperoning going on. They, they'd they always, you know, go and check with the bar first, then let things happen. How does stuff go down now with you guys? Because it does seem like uh, the, the football team, right? There's not a whole lot of sightings out in public, so to speak. Um, yeah. So do they put handlers on you guys, or how does that all work? No, I mean, we're, we're pretty free when it comes to, like, off the field, like, hanging out stuff. Um, obviously, they want us to be smart. for what we're doing but you know i think the big thing is you can't be an idiot right so you can't just go out and hang a kid hang a kid off of the edge uh of the blind pig balcony yeah (laughs) at the end of the night it's surfacing all over the internet don't get tackled by cops like uh yeah like baker (laughs) don't get tackled by cops and run away from cops but yeah just be smart i mean obviously we're college kids we're gonna do stuff like that so there's jeff banks monkey <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to google it <laughs> hey. that's it right there <laughs> on the stage that's so funny no way. 
That's crazy. Have you met the pole assassin? I've I've heard about her. I, okay, I've met her. <laughs> but yes, I I have heard about her. Oh, that's yeah. great. I think I think it's her monkey, right? Yeah, but it's her monkey. It's, she they they used to perform together. So there's there's some cohabitation going on. That's so that's what I would assume. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so and so speaking of exotic pets. Uh, do you have any pets? Are you a dog, a cat guy? Are you a monkey guy? Do you have a monkey? <laughs> I have a monkey. Trust me, I do have a monkey. Uh, my parents have a dog. We've had her for about seven, eight years. It's a mutt. She's a mix of like a bunch of, like a lab and a pygnies. It's like two main things we think it is, which is a weird mixture. But her name's Stormy. Um, my girlfriend's got a dog, Golden Retriever. Her name's Finley. She's, I don't know, seven months Oh wow. oh wow! Fresh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. some responsibility during the football yeah. season. Huh? <laughs> she she, uh, she takes care of her. Oh, but, okay, uh, she's awesome. Oh, uh, I'm, I, I like dogs. Yeah, I like animals. Like monkeys. <laughs> yeah, I, I like. I wouldn't have a monkey, but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't mind hanging out with a monkey. <laughs> So, uh, so going to Arkansas next week, um, I'm sure y'all are, you know, really amped up, um, any kind of out of conference, like big out of conference game is going to be awesome. Uh, we're doing an RV as well. Um, we're RVing from Austin all the way up to, to Arkansas. So, um, if I'm sure I'm going to, I already texted your dad actually, and we're going to have margaritas. So, um, I'm up for that. yeah, but any other, any other tight end parents just, yeah, send them over to the, uh, the tailgate Rick's, uh, picking out the tailgate spot here shortly. And yeah, it's going to be a good time. Hopefully it's not as hot. Yeah. Well, it's a night game. So, hopefully oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's thank the Lord. So what's kind of like your schedule, you know, on, on, on game days, you know, obviously like, or do you have any rituals? Or, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do yeah, you have do any game day rituals? Anything? Do you LeBron James, you know, just like fucking <laughs> the throw the chalk up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do any crazy stuff like that. I'm pretty calm, cool, and collective on game day. Trying not to get too riled up, but uh, it depends what time of the game it is. If it's an 11 a.m. game, obviously everything is a lot quicker. So, um, you know, right when you wake up, you got to get your mind ready, right, for 11 a.m. game. But uh, let's say it's like a night game or – like last Saturday, I usually just um, for the game when we get there. Obviously, go get taped and just kind of you know. I got I'm old now. I got to stretch and you know get loosened up, or also pull something. But um, get just get my body ready and get my mind ready. That's really the only thing. I don't really have a big ritual. That Are you a headphones in type of guy, or, or do you do in, sand yeah. music? Yeah, okay. Headphones in. I I try to stay loose. I'm very loose on game day. You know, serious no to music. Loose. Go to music. I gotta go upbeat, you know, rap, hip hop. That's that's my music on game day. I can't. What you know. about not on game day? What are you, you know? Not on game day. Big country guy. Nice. Yeah, country, hip hop, rap. I like a little pop here and there. I don't know. Just, yeah, some Taylor Swift. Yeah, uh, did big you, hit songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, did, did you pay attention much to after you know after y'all's game? There was obviously the LSU UCLA game. And I don't know if you saw that that Coach Orgeron uh, talking shit to some fans told them to get told them to bring their sissy blue shirt and bring sissy their ass. Oh and, my uh, God. and then they lost. So uh, have, have you ever seen any like or have you ever received whatever you're like walking in just like a moment where you've gotten just like trash talked by an opposing fan base or, or like what's the best thing that you've heard that you actually like laughed about later on because somebody just said something to you? Yeah, 
I can't think of anything that's anyone said to me, but I know when we went to West Virginia, when you go to West Virginia, that place is wild, man. Yes, it is. Couches on fire and shit. Yeah, they're all they're all hammered, drunk. There's crazy. I mean, when when you're on the sideline, like just like when defense on the field and you're just sitting there on the bench, like they'll look up your name on the roster and be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you you know, just talking, just talking mess. And uh, West Virginia is wild. I mean, all those places like that. Um, Iowa State's pretty wild as well. But I can't think of any instance where someone said yeah, something. Good. <laughs> yeah, can't really think of anything top of my head. So, so you're graduated, right? Already, you're taking classes still to to be eligible and stuff. What are your plans for the next level? Right, I, I guess your eligibility is done, but you'll try and declare for the draft and then um what's next um from from your perspective so it's it's prepare for the draft what does like january start looking like for you yeah so obviously like you said prepare for the draft don't know exactly yet but what it's going to look like um or probably in a couple months two or three months here when it gets closer to that time i'll consider you know obviously i gotta pick an agent agency and all that stuff so that it's going to tie into it. I'm excited for it, though. Obviously, you got to take care of business this season and yeah, absolutely. Uh, worry about all that stuff after. But so, are uh, you close with Sam still? Or yeah, um, really close with Sam. We text here and there. Obviously, he's really busy, and so am I. So we don't talk like as much as we used to. But um, yeah, we're really close. Um, he's doing well. Um, made the 53 man. Yeah, he looked. I mean, he looked awesome in the preseason. Um, yeah, I mean, he's going to start for a while there. Week one, that would have been crazy. He's, he was looking awesome, uh, making plays per usual, you know, putting the team on his back. All the, you, know, you saw the first game. It was, was Sam. Yeah, it was that just was prototypical Sam, Sam just in the NFL instead of in yeah. Texas. It was great. Yeah. So uh, I guess um, the, the last question that I have for you maybe is what's your favorite non-football sport, right? Oh. So if golf. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, <laughs> you were ready for it. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> So are you a pretty good golfer? I'm a I'm a big golf guy. When I'm not in season, off season, I'm I try to get around in as much as I can when I'm not in season. Yeah, I would say I'm a I'm a good golfer for not being a golfer. What's your handicap? Or do you even, you know, do you know it? Oh uh, I was probably around a three, two or three. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. But like right now, like I don't know, probably seven or eight. If I break a hundred, I had a fantastic day. But beer a hole, so it's a little different. <laughs> I, I grew up around I grew up around golf though. I mean, I've been playing my whole life. My my dad was he played college golf and my grandpa he played uh golf as well. So we grew up around the game. Nice. And you're the slacker that's just you know the starting tight yeah. end. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how long how long have you been? It seems like a while that you've been named starter. Is it is this your third season as starter? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Third season. I had, I had some starts my freshman year because Andrew Beck was out yeah. injured. So I was like, I played a lot my freshman year. I wasn't expecting to at all. So. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Years, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll let you, uh, we'll let you get out of here, but uh, congrats again. First ever burn ends touchdown. It was huge. Um, everybody was freaking out. Um, you know, you got, all, you got all our support. So um, thanks for coming on and uh, go crush Arkansas. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Welcome. All right, enjoy. And hey, other burn ends news. Uh, so we're working on the merch. Merch will be up soon. Um, we got the print shop guys working on it. Should be ready next week, at least for the shirts. 
Um, so we'll start being able to sell those shirts to you guys. We have business cards, um, and we are going to blast those bitches everywhere. We'll send a picture of it in the thread. Um, it has our QR code on it. They look legit as shit. And we're going to pass... Basically, if you're wearing orange at the Arkansas game, you're going to receive a business card from us with the QR code to sign up. And we're going to end up paying these guys like $100,000 each because... Because it's, it's too easy. It's too easy. Paying players is so fucking easy. Now I understand why the SEC has done it for years. It's so easy. But are we going to be SEC ready this weekend? That is the oh, question. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know that Arkansas is SEC ready. Absolutely not. They're not ready for this. How do you break both legs, though? <laughs> that is So for those that don't know what I'm talking about, apparently one of the defensive linemen for the Razorbacks... Uh, broke both of his legs in practice somehow, some way. Because that's the thing you do. Um, my guess it was some kind of rascal accident or like some kind of motorized scooter accident was the only way you could do that. You know, it, it's either that. I guess he, it, my guess he probably like in all reality probably got like a chop block and his feet stuck in the turf. But how unimaginably bad does it sound to break both of your legs at one time? That sounds awful. You can't yeah. do shit. As a college kid, you're just sitting there like, you're in a wheelchair. So we've already done predictions for this game. Uh, the predictions were 38-28 Texas. Gorilla buttfuck. And so yeah. A gorilla boof. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's gorilla boof, the second boofing. Yeah. Uh, uh, gorilla boof to electric boogaloo. <laughs> so I'm going to talk a little bit about what's going on Uh for our sleeping arrangements oh, and yeah. just in general in this RV. So we show up uh, at Wula Horn's place. Or I, I I should say we, being me and SC Day Day, um, <laughs> we got there a little bit early. We left Austin early, um, got there around 7.15 or so. And we get out of the car and it's an expansive property uh, <laughs> with the RV parked. Uh, yeah next to what is uh, very clearly construction materials being used for a large project that's being completed on Wula Horn's property. Um, there was no access to it for, for ingress into the RV. So uh, there's, there's cars all over the place. Um, luckily, my car is parked far away in the middle of some trees, very protected. Um, but Wula Horn's like, hey, you know, we got to start loading this bitch up. Um, let's move the RV so we can get in there. And Wulab jumps in the RV, immediately throws it into reverse, <laughs> and just fucking nails his car. Nails his car on the way out. Yeah, and then we were just freaking out behind him, yelling, screaming. I, like, ran up, banged on the window, and, and to no avail. Don't and worry, then, the pictures will be posted. Yeah, and then Wula just gets out of the RV and leaves the RV just, like, sitting on, on, his, car. on his car's quarter panel. <laughs> we just passed a car that had a bumper sticker on it that said, Only gay cops pull me over. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Only gay cops pull me over. That's funny. Um... So, in Arkansas, apparently, only gay cops pull this person over. Yeah. Uh, but that is the tone-setting moment for oh, yeah. this trip. We are negative 15 minutes in, and a car has been destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> so, we load up the RV. Um, there's not much to... Like, all the external storage is actually taken up by 
maybe some impromptu tailgate equipment. Uh, stay tuned for a tailgate location. But we had to load everything up inside. And so we get everything in. Um, and it is hotter than fuck in this <laughs> RV. So we turn on the air, or we think we turn on the air, and it's actually just the fan. But it is just blowing fucking just hot air. Spinning hot air. Houston <laughs> swamp air on us. And we are very concerned, right? We just got here. We just destroyed a car. Now the AC is blowing hot air for minutes. And uh, it's it's starting to look like this could be a complete clusterfuck. Which it is. I mean, but that's 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 the surly difference. You know, we're we're here for the complete cl- clusterfuck. That's why that's why you're all tuning in at this point is to see who died. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we do figure out the air conditioner and and then it starts blowing cold. More on that later. <laughs> oh my um, god. So we we fill up coolers full of beers, cases and cases of beers. I think we counted we, like 200 or something. Yeah. So we have plenty of beer. We are out of beer in one cooler officially. Yeah. Um but we're getting set up. Uh, RGB arrives uh, very tardy, I must say. Classic. Uh, about On 30 brand. minutes 30 minutes later than we were supposed to depart and uh, we just haul ass immediately when he gets there. So, as we're pulling out, I remembered that uh, I had brought my casting device that we needed to hook up to the TV to watch the Cowboys game. Because we're just getting drunk in the back of this RV, watching a football game, getting driven to go gamble in Shreveport. (laughs) That that is the plan for the evening. And I'm worried that I'm going to ruin this plan because I forgot the fucking remote Remote. for the streaming device that I brought. But it got figured. It got figured out somehow, some way. That's why you're. That's why you're the tech guy. I'm not. I'm. I'm here to watch the football, not figure out how to watch the football. Yeah. So we watched the Cowboys lose in excruciatingly terrible fashion. It felt really familiar as a as a newly branded Cowboys fan. It felt extremely familiar to watch your team lose in just heartbreaking, heart wrenching fashion. Yeah. So uh, watch that game, and we crushed no less than thirty five beers last Easily. night. Easily. Um, before we get to Shreveport, so we pull in. Uh, to Shreveport, and we uh, miss the turn, turn <laughs> for Margaritaville, and go from Bossier City across the bridge into Shreveport, and uh, it's an instant note Mistake! from all of us. <laughs> there is no way we're parking an RV in one of those lots, so we take a 12-minute detour to get back to Margaritaville and park in one of the the expansive parking lots that they have. It turns out that RV parking at a casino is not like an us thing. It is an everybody thing. There were but, four other RVs in the lot <laughs> with us on a Thursday in Shreveport. Like <laughs> it was great. So we we run in and uh, it is mask compliant. Extremely, shockingly so. Like before we could even get into the casino, you had to mask up. So. Even when we're, unless you're actively drinking, they will like stop the fucking game. Like you cannot roll your dice unless you put your mask up. Shocking. We're not going to give a, a whole gambling review, but uh, fast forward through that story. RGB is up uh, approximately four hundred dollars. Uh, yep. I'm a Mac is down approximately seven hundred dollars. <laughs> that all happened in about a minute. 
And yeah. then uh, all craps. Oh no, you were playing blackjack. Right? Yeah, blackjack. Yeah, blackjack. I was uh, I was even, uh, and then I went on full tilt, and three hands of blackjack, and and poof That'll goes seven hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, I uh, so I was down. So my my debit card got stuck. So I'm Mac loan me a hundred bucks. Tell them, tell them why your debit card got stuck. So I got gas station corn dogs <laughs> in in Bossier City, Louisiana. Actually, it wasn't even Bossier City. It was somewhere even worse than that. It was... Wherever, we had just crossed the border. Yeah, we had just crossed the border into Louisiana. I guess Bank of America fucking flagged it like, you shouldn't be here. And so my debit card gets gets caught because I, I, I spent $3.50 at a gas station getting... And they were delicious corn dogs, I just got to say. But they didn't have any condiments. I just had to raw dog the corn dogs. Basically, before we even left the parking lot, so I turned a hundred and I had forty bucks in my wallet. Turned one hundred and forty bucks, got down to about fifteen, and then uh, if you've ever seen the guy from uh, uh, Stubbs Barbecue Sauce, that guy steps up to the fucking plate. <laughs> he did look like the guy from Stubbs. He had a cigarillo he in had his a mouth. Fucking cigarillo in his mouth the, the entire time, and that's how he got away from the mask because he had a cigarillo in his fucking mouth the entire time. That guy went on one of the best heaters I've ever seen in my entire life. He was hitting everything everybody else was like all right rgb we need to like we need to pack it up like it's 2 30 in the morning we need to get the, we need to get the fuck to sleep this guy's on a heater i'm not leaving until this guy rolls a fucking seven so eventually he does and i'm up 400 bucks so there is a very nice lady serving us drinks very interesting yeah great personality yeah she, great set of personalities yeah she had a really big brain that was on <laughs> full display uh and it was great feeding, feeding us cocktails and then around 3.30 in the morning uh, we were like we gotta get the fuck out of here and hey, get some sleep and I'll say they don't skimp on the cocktails so originally the plan yeah, was yeah shout out Margaritaville in Bossier City bro hey voted best casino or resort in Louisiana for like however many years running Sponsor it's fucking the pod. It was nice it was nice. nice sponsored the podcast and hey uh, so originally we were gonna go to Durant, Oklahoma, and go to Choctaw. Um, they don't give you free drinks. This place, this Margaritaville, those drinks were strong as shit. This wasn't like some baby pours. This was some real man pours. It was great. Yeah, the the guy that, that was running the pits and the craps table, he was talking all the shit. <laughs> all he was it. talking <laughs> all the shit. So I pulled, I pulled uh, my money off after a six had hit. And I just pulled it up, and then another six hit, and he was like, you a bitch! Yeah, he called him a bitch. <laughs> um, anyway, so we get back, we're, we're stumbling back to the RV at 3.30 in the morning, and we are all hammered, right? We've been drinking hard at the casino, we were drinking hard in the RV while we were watching the Cowboys, and we get back to the RV and decide, oh, now it's time to actually set it up for sleeping. <laughs> and so I drunkenly, I bought an air mattress that uses four D-sized batteries to pump and inflate it. Um, we have two slide-outs on this RV. It's a, it's a pretty Dude, expansive it, RV. I was shocked. So I didn't know this. Uh, so I, when I walk in this RV, I'm like, all right, so how is this bitch going to work like? This is a little narrow. And I'm thinking to myself, like, it's all right. I'll, you know, I can cramp up for a night. I'll be drunk as shit. I won't remember it anyway. And then it just widens. It just gets bigger. It's huge. It gets gigantic. Yeah. So uh, we do that really drunk. And we're, you know, moving coolers around, trying to figure out a place to put the air mattress, plugging in CPAPs, because we got two CPAPs <laughs> two on CPAPs, board. Two CPAPs. Double CPAPs. Shout out to CPAPs. Yeah. We've got... Uh, 
Essie Day Day sleeping up front in the bunk that pulls down <laughs> above the driver's seat. I'm surprised you even fit up there. That's great. Like, you gotta, like, curious George your ass up to the seat. You're, like, jumping off of seats and shit to get up into your bed. And so, at this point, the generator's been on. We have been running the rear AC the entire drive. So, we're four and a half hours in, Oof. plus the gambling time of full blast AC thermostat set to 58 running. <laughs> and so the RV is is very pleasant whenever yeah. we get back at 3 in the morning. It feels great. Like, after we've been sweating in a casino, sweating walking back, like, sweating basically the entire time, and then we get to sleep, and we're all under blankets and stuff. It was about, God, I guess it was 5 in the morning. It was insufferably cold. I am the coldest sleeper on the planet. Like, I want it to be 65. Holy shit. It was like sleeping during the freeze. It was insane. <laughs> and I was just underneath, directly underneath the vent, just happy as a clam. I, I love to sleep cold. So, uh, I was shivering. My fucking, I woke up, my jaw was just like sore from being clenched, just shivering. But I'm too drunk to like wake up and get up. And, and also, I don't know what it takes to get out of this door. I still haven't really figured out how to just get out of the RV with this handle. I tried to yeah, wake RG up. RGB <laughs> is basically like a dog. Yeah. And so you don't even have to lock your RV. You just leave him in there and he'll just <laughs> paw at the door and. Hopefully, you know, maybe he can get out, but probably not. I just bark at it because I tried to get out. It was like 4.30 in the morning, and I had to piss so bad, and I just couldn't get out, so I just decided to just go back to sleep. So, <laughs> And then finally the door opened, and I'm just peeing in the middle of a, a Bossier City casino parking lot. <laughs> All right, so you may notice that the ambient noise level has oh. gone down to uh, absolutely nothing. Is right that a now. KFC? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, the donut place. Fuck yeah. Now we're going, baby. No, nothing bad has happened. We're just at a stoplight. Yeah. But. Hey, fixing the turn right. Hold on to the margarita. Yeah, right. we're. Margarita. Everybody hey, grab a margarita. Warning, warning. <laughs> grab your margaritas. My thighs are so sticky right now, and it's not. Well, it's mostly because of the margarita. But it, it could also be the fact that we haven't showered. We haven't even found, like, a Loves or something where we can take, like, a trucker bath. We did, however, blow up the bathroom at an easy stop in uh, right outside of, of what was the name of that I town? I have no idea. Something like Ashburn or Ashburn. Ash Where is it? Royal City. Royal City? Oil. Oil City. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, go in there. We blow up. We, it looks like a big, you know thing that would have more than just one stall it was solid like it looks like it. i mean they had like i said they had some of the best looking catfish i've ever seen in my entire life yeah and, but they had literally one stall in them they have three urinals but only one stall in the bathroom at least in the men's room i was i was about 15 minutes away from from using the women's at that point because something had to happen and shout out one wipe charlie's i think i changed everybody in this rv's life uh with the one wipe charlie my butthole's still tingling it's 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 the mint it's a mint and if you haven't used one wipe charlie they're on dollar shave club or whatever and they're basically travel like moist towelettes but for your butthole and they are refreshing it's they got like infused mint in there and shit oh it's the best i'll never travel without them ever again <laughs> so we've got some recruiting news. Yes. I, like I said last time, I want to kiss Bo Davis on the mouth. I still want to kiss him on the mouth. That guy's defensive line haul is insane. Justice Finkley in the class, early enrollee too, can't, you know, can't, you know, 
participate or yeah. hang out. But he's on campus. Dude. Soon. Yeah. I, I mean, he that, that's going to be huge, especially we got a Bama kid that Bama was recruiting. That's crazy. Like, when was the last time Texas got an Alabama kid that Alabama was actively, like, wanting? That's insane. That's insane. So, I don't know. So, we have the number three class in the nation now, which is just awesome. Like, we're 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 destined for a top five class at this point. And people were so down on recruiting for Look, I was down on recruiting. Everybody. I was thinking top ten would be a, a really hard thing to pull off. All ass, no takes, done. We're back to all gas, no breaks, baby. No justice for all, just <laughs> justice for Texas. Just justice for Texas. Yeah, I mean, the, the dude is a freak. I'm not going to get into like his specifics and like how big of a beast he is, but Bama wanted him. That's the only thing you need to know. Bama like actively wanted this kid, and he chose Texas. And it turns out he wants to play school. So that's what set us over the edge. Yeah, wants to be a doctor. That's awesome. And, I mean... So I think one thing with our move to the SEC that we're going to find out is Texas is setting itself up for a big advantage when it comes to academics in the SEC. It's them, Georgia, and Florida. If you want to play school, that's it. Or Vanderbilt. Fuck Vanderbilt. <laughs> Nobody yeah. wants to go to Vanderbilt to yeah, play school. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, hey, do you, I want the best of both worlds? And I think this is going to play the most with parents. So when you see parents like, oh, hey, you could go to Alabama and get like a shitty fucking Alabama education, or you can come to Texas and get an awesome education and just as good football, we hope. I mean, it's a no-brainer at that point. So, not to mention all the awesome NIL shit we're doing. Like, basically, we're getting every tight end that's ever wanted to be a tight end at this point. Uh, like, Jaleel Skinner, come on down, baby. Be a burnt end. All gas, no breaks. Hey, we're going to have... Sark's going to have, like, a room of 30 tight ends. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> we're going to pay the bitches. We're paying players, guys. Come on. Uh, so the Moody Center has a roof going on it as we speak. Hey, they need one because that roof's about, about to get blown the fuck off once Chris Beard takes the fucking court. Yeah. It's going to be insane. That that whole center is going to be insane. You know opening day they're going to have Matthew McConaughey is going to be out there. He's going to be doing his fucking uh, bongo drums like he's doing for Austin FC. The Verde. Viva Verde or whatever. Dude, he's gonna be blowing that place up. I can't wait. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a long period of time. This is gonna be a basketball podcast. Like we're gonna, you know, of course, obviously, we're football guys, but basketball is gonna be awesome, and the Moody Center plays a large part in that. Um, okay, let's get into what we think is actually gonna happen in the game, not just the score. But how it plays out once we get to Arkansas. And I'm strongly considering making this a two-part episode. Because um, this is type one fun, guys. Before right. we were, yeah, we're we were a little, We were a little worried that it could turn into type two fun whenever there was no AC and cars were getting smashed. Yeah, when the but car gets smashed, it was type four fun to start. <laughs> type, type one is, is squarely where we are right now. So we may break this up and do a little bit of a post-game or maybe even do... A live from the bars podcast <laughs> yes. in Fayetteville. So if you're in Fayetteville, first of all, hit us up, PM us, let us know where you're at. We're you know we're doing all kinds of meetups. We got enough 
margaritas as long as we don't keep spilling it on on each other. Uh, we got a ton of margaritas. Like we're ready to party. We're gonna find a bar. And if you have a weed guy in Fayetteville, <laughs> let me know. It, we, it, we're gonna find some kind of bar for the tailgate. We don't know where yet. We're just gonna bar hop today until we're like tell somebody, hey, like let us rent out your bar and we're gonna pack this bitch. Um, so we may go have uh and and honestly review. Yes. Some of the shittiest barbecue I've ever fucking seen this on the internet. You? That was, yeah, right. Yeah, Wright's barbecue. We're coming. We're coming because uh, we need. He he deserves to honestly hear how shitty his fucking barbecue is. Because if that picture is any indication, with his brick, uh, I mean that it literally looked like an Acme brick of brisket. Oh, it and the only reason awful. he has a target on his back is he pasted a picture of Bevo upside down. And tweeted it out because he thought that was funny. Yeah. Hey, guess what? You better Your shit's on come. blast, bro. Yeah. Hey, you better not miss. When you come for the king, you best not miss, bro. And guess what? We are the barbecue kings. Texas is the barbecue king. They even went at Grant Pinkerton. Pinkerton, the maker of the best barbecue on the goddamn planet. And he missed. And guess what? We're going to eat your shit, and we're going to give you a real review, and I will be n- no bias. Cause, and you know what's fucked up? He claims it's Texas-style barbecue. That's not Texas-style barbecue. Anybody listening to this podcast makes better fucking barbecue on their propane grill than that shit. <laughs> All right, so we have tickets, and I made the wise decision of getting tickets on the back row of section yes. 123, which is 50-yard line seats. Uh, because I did not want to have to deal with people throwing shit at us or anything like that. And if we need to escape, we can escape quickly. I hope this is the only time I'm covered in alcohol. Like, not from my own design. Like, if I'm shotgunning beers, it's one thing. But I hope I'm not getting pelted with beers. Because we're going to gorilla boof them. Like, this is like... They don't understand what's coming. Like, I saw some dumbass... I, I need to figure out who it was. But there was a national media guy. His game prediction... Arkansas 45, Texas 42. What? <laughs> they didn't score 45 against Rice. Are you kidding me? PK has never given up more than 35 in a game. He continued. He didn't give up 20 to Louisiana Lafayette, who would also destroy Arkansas. So you know a fan base is fucking whack whenever the coolest guy that comes to post on your board <laughs> has cerebral palsy. Serial <laughs> palsy. Serial palsy. palsy. <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to, I don't even fucking know. Something but, hog. Yeah. yeah. Dude is cool as fuck. All you other Arkansas motherfuckers that are coming, Terrible. you need to bring your A game. Type I mean, if this, is your, if this is your A game, right, you need to you need to roll back over and kiss your sister. <laughs> you know, I, I bet you we run into some shitty fans. And uh, I'm excited for it. I'm very much excited for it because I know we're going to blow them out. And, like, it's... Well, so I think um, Bijan is going to go for... On the ground, on the ground, I think Bijan realistically goes for 160-plus. Yeah. This is his first 250-yard game. You think 250? 250 total. Receiving 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 and and rushing. I think he goes for 250. I'm, I'm guessing 160 to 175 on the ground. And then another 60 to 75 in the air. Three touchdowns, calling it. RGB3 guaranteed, three touchdowns for Bijan. Okay, three touchdowns for Bijan. So that leaves us with 17 points left. That's two touchdown passes from Hudson Card. Two, uh, 
the tight ends. Both, to the tight ends. All both to the, the tight ends. Okay. All to the Vernons. Yeah, I, I really do want to see Gunner Helm get a touchdown catch. Yes. That would be we awesome. We will freak out. If oh, Gunner- we were freaking out. You, you, you heard it oh, whenever yeah. we were talking to Cade. We freaked the fuck out whenever everything happened. Cade thought it was awesome. So yep. if you think it's awesome too, sign up right now for the burn ends. It's one beer and a nice tip for your bartender a month. And that's you paying players. And they're in the bonus time right now. You get to be a bag man, guys. Like, people don't underestimate. Holy shit, Wulaw nearly took the roof off again. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't underestimate yourself as an SEC bag man. You can do that for as little as $10 a month. And I can tell you, nothing felt cooler in the world. I felt like Bob Brewer at that. It moment. was an internet dad moment. I was an internet dad moment. And if you haven't, if you haven't read our, our the article about us on on3.com, go check it out. It's in the thread. Uh, very cool. We got called swashbuckling, which I've never been called before, and I want to be called like that's going on my tombstone. Like <laughs> RGB three swashbuckling gentleman. <laughs> so. Uh, that's I guess, and then we get Dicker for a, a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, how how far, plus or minus thirty one because we feel bad for him. Thirty one. Yeah. Okay. Thirty one yards. Thirty one yarder for for yeah. Dicker. So that's a you know plays of the game. I don't think that Arkansas scores a single touchdown from a passing play. No. And and I mean I I don't know. I feel like uh, unless they can figure out how to uh, scheme around PK, they may trick him once. And, and get in There's, to the end zone. You've got to have, like, a busted coverage or something because they just – if you've watched their quarterback, so he's a huge dude. He's, like, 6'3", 240. Like, he's giant, and he can run. But his arm is worse than mine. It is terrible, like, truly awful. So all you have to do is contain him. My guess is they're going to have DeMarvian Overshone just spy the quarterback the entire time. Just, hey, make sure that guy doesn't beat us. DeMarvian just fucking follow him the entire time. Oh, dude, and you know what we're going to see today? I don't know what's going on with Alfred Collins. Uh, maybe he called somebody's wife fat. I don't know what happened, but he's clearly a very good player. Yeah, he's uh, back. He's back. He's, he's going to play in. substantial time today. Yeah. He's going to get in, see some playing time. Uh, who knows what happened last week? We don't need to speculate. Nope, no speculation here. But that guy... He's going to be awesome. He's going to fucking gorilla boof this quarterback. And, hey, I mean, we could talk about the the pass game. So, um, you know, Louisiana Lafayette, we looked better than I thought we would. I mean, that game was never in doubt. That was that was the most uh, comforting thing, I think, about the entire game. Was I, I was always confident we were going to beat Louisiana. Anybody predicting otherwise is fucking stupid. We were always going to beat them, but how comfortable it looked. And it was truly like, once we got up, once Cade Brewer scored that touchdown, it was it was never in doubt. All right, and I am confident, right? Let's say Hudson Card gets hurt. Casey Thompson can play. Oh, yeah, he looks and, solid. You know, if I, we don't want to say anything about, uh, you know, running backs, but uh, the third-string running back, Keelan, Keelan Robinson. Robinson. He looked great. Wow. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, we've, got, got, we've got a stable of backs that we, can carry an entire season of workload. We might have the best running back room in the country, except maybe Alabama or like Georgia or one of those guys that have just been stacking five stars. But I mean, B. John Robinson's the best running back in the country. Roshan Johnson is a monster. I mean, he that dude, he I still get like 
freaked out. That guy was a quarterback. Like, he was a quarterback, and Shark McCulloch told us on our podcast, go back and listen forever ago, he was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm shocked with Roshan Johnson. He didn't want to get hit, and now he is laying the boom. And now we got this Keelan Robinson dude out of nowhere. Great. I mean, I, I couldn't be happier with the offensive performance last week, except for the missed dicker kick, but, yeah. you know, first game, kind of a long kick, whatever. Yeah, uh, I, we'll see. I don't think he's going to miss many other kicks this season. No, it, it card looked great. I mean, especially like once the game starts slowing down for him, you know, Louisiana Lafayette's their defensive line. I don't know if we're going to face a better one the rest of the year. I mean, besides Arkansas and Oklahoma are the only games I can definitely see. not a, not as senior. Um, yeah, they, they, exactly. they, they really brought back a, a team that knew knew yeah. what they were doing. Um, Billy Napier. Good, good coach. Yeah. They were schemed correctly for most of it, and they just got out fucking played. They, they did. didn't get out coached. They just got out. Well, they got out coached like two plays. Yeah, right. That Bijan wheel route oh, was man. insane. That was that play call was insane. And so my favorite thing was like, so I told my wife, you know, who did knows minimal about football. I was like, who do you think the more experienced team is when you're watching the game? And she said Texas. And I told her absolutely not. They're yeah, returning. They're, literally they're playing all of like their literally. No one is playing the same position. Yeah, at all. No one's playing the same position and that they played. Like, cause Whit- oh god, oh fuck, oh no, oh, shit, Dollar General. Hey, if I if we hit a Dollar General truck, sue the wife. If you're listening to this, sue the shit out of Dollar General. If I die due to them. Yeah, cur- <laughs> cur- currently. Uh, my laptop is serving as the black box of this RV. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How did the crash happen, sir? Oh, we heard three drunk guys yell, fuck, shit, fuck, Dollar General. <laughs> uh, so, I do think that we are in for Gorilla Boof, the second boofing. Yeah. For sure. A hundred percent. Um, I'm going to stick with uh, our original prediction, but I honestly think this is going to be a defining game for Steve Sarkeesian and Pete Kwiatkowski because they really want to show the SEC what's fucking coming next year. There's, uh, so I'm changing mine. So my prediction is more of a Gorilla Booth. Gorilla Booth 2, Electric Boogaloo. We are going to score 48 against them. And they're going to score 13 points. They're going to get two field goals and a touchdown. And the touchdown's going to come on, like, last second. We are going to absolutely destroy them. We, like, after seeing... So I rewatched their game against Rice. That is one of the worst football teams. I mean, Rice is... Uh, like, they're a world beater, dude. I bet they could take on Alabama. Hey, they might even be able to beat Tulane. Dude, oh, are yeah. we talking about the bands, or are we talking about <laughs> hey, the football yeah, teams? Yeah, sh- yeah, sh- <laughs> yeah, shout out the... Uh, what, what is it called? The mob. The yeah, mob. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think we're going to absolutely destroy them. I, I honestly cannot fathom that this game... If you if you are listening to this right now, minus four and a half for Texas right now, to lock. God Just damn, these margaritas in. are strong. I'm fucked up. <laughs> Number two. It is 10.48 a.m., and I am hammered. <laughs> and this was after your Whataburger Jr., which you got to tell everybody what your Whataburger... If you haven't seen the receipt... What? So everybody's giving me shit on the thread about Whataburger Jr. calling me a pussy and stuff. You cannot get the OG-sized Whataburger with the, uh, the brioche, brioche buns. buns. I didn't even know they had brioche buns. So that so alone. So the Whataburger Junior double with a brioche bun, no tomatoes, extra pickles, grilled jalapenos, grilled onions with the jalapeno ranch, and two slices of 
pepper jack cheese. Holy shit. It was delicious. And I had a strawberry fucking malt. Thank you very much. I had taquitos and a honey butter chicken biscuit, and I regret nothing. Except not getting that fried catfish. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, you know, I was in pretty rough shape this morning before, uh, I don't know that I could have made it all the way there. Oh, yeah, and, and y'all should um, smell this RV. Like, right now, <laughs> like, it's one of those one of those things where, like, we've been it does. It smells it. like gorillas have been boofing yeah. in here. <laughs> and now it's got margarita all over the floor, so <laughs> we gotta get some Windex in this bitch really quick. It is the Dollar General truck is wanting to fight us at this point. Uh, so we do need some help if you know, not like right now actively, You're but like we're not gonna. <laughs> no, we're not gonna ask for a weed guy again. But shout out to me if you know where to get some weed and fit. But um, we we do need uh somebody. Potentially to, you know, set up and break down a tailgate for yes. two hundred bucks. Yeah, do that. Free beer. Yeah, <laughs> Dad, drink the rest of our beer. We don't want to fucking take it anyway. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and someone who clean the RV. This bitch needs a deep. No, clean. I don't want anybody in this. Daily. Yeah, actually, that's a biohazard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> none of us have COVID, but you will get a new strain of COVID. I have not RV. been looking forward to a shower in an RV ever. Never. Oh my God. I've never heard those words come out of my mouth, but. I am so looking forward to whenever we get to our RV spot. Shout out to uh, Southland RV in in Fayetteville, They're Arkansas. They're not ready for this. They have uh, no idea what's coming. We we are in spot twenty seven, and he knows we're Texas fans, and he still fucking rented us a spot. Hey, it's better than the bars. The bars won't fucking rent. Let they us will rent not. Shit out. Yeah, I have called. I've, I've emailed everybody. Uh, everybody's like, oh no. Uh-uh. No, we, we don't do any of that. We're just going to take over, Bob. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, either that or we should do a Applebee's. We'll do the fucking TikTok pants. Fancy like Applebee's. <laughs> God. First of all, fuck that commercial. That is that is seriously the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That commercial. And it plays every single commercial break. Fancy like Applebee's. I. Yeah. First of all, when's the last time you had an, a meal at Applebee's? And second of all, like, when is the last time you enjoyed a meal at Applebee's? I'm going to go with 2000 and, no, earlier than 2000. It was before the towers fell. Never forget. All right. So (laughs) we are going to have a part two. So stay tuned. From Fayetteville, instead of bumfuck nowhere on an RV, we will be doing the rest of this podcast. Yep. Shout out. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll link up the K Brewer part. All, y'all can listen to all that, and then we'll have a live after game reaction. Wula, what you think? Awesome. Yeah, bitch.